0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 13 of Football After
1: Dark. That might be the coldest open. <laughs> yeah, dude.
2: no countdown, no We've nothing, literally nothing. ever done. I, I wasn't ready. No, well, too bad. Fuck. Excellent. I'm your host. You got me all messed up, dude.
0: Justin, or the Jubs, Jusby, or the Jubby, or the, you can call me whatever you want. Or the Jub. Or the Jub. I like the Jub, too. Today, I'm joined by number one Chiefs fan Matt Dustin. No, oh, that's me. That is you. It's correct. We get to talk about the Chiefs today. We do. I'm also joined by professional sports broadcaster Nate Kuiper. Yay! That's him. And then I'm joined by Eagles running back <laughs> <laughs> with the ring, Corey Clement. It's me.
1: <laughs> Our number one, who has a brand new uh, tattoo.
3: Right? Very nice. Frank Sinatra's mugshot. It's very good. <laughs> it's, it's dope. It is actually really amazing.
0: So, today, we are going to do, of course, our weekly news segment. We'll get to that. Then, we're going to have Corey covering the Browns, Kuiper, completely doing a big Dunk on the Texans.
1: I am. We'll see about that.
0: And then,
3: that.
1: I know. Matt Matt has
3: a Matt has a rebuttal today. Matt, Matt
1: has some Matt has some rebuttals and I'm I'm interested in uh in seeing what they are.
0: Then we're going to do our predictions for the AFC West. Where we're gonna talk about the Chiefs and Matt's gonna be like really mad at Corey apparently.
1: Oh maybe. Well, you know what? We'll see. Matt Matt's uh He's
3: gonna be mad at me at first.
1: At first, yeah. yes, I think so.
0: And then we will finish out with what we think are the first twelve players to be taken in a fantasy draft
1: that you should take. We're yeah. giving you our you, advice. Yes, our best in a, in a possible way, advice. I guess we're advice. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's
2: kind of what it is. Our La Liga advice. True. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but for now.
3: Also, I'm oh. doing a mock draft <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, let's yes. get to that. that's where. Yeah, I'm doing a mock draft right now. Uh, I'm picking third today. So, if you're picking third. You're going to want to pay attention to what I have at the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll he'll go through us right before we end the show. Anyway, for now, let's begin this show with the only weekly football news also, segment you need to care about. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I wanted to interrupt Justin one more time.
0: <laughs> it's the Lover Report! So, you know what I've written down? I didn't I usually write the whole script, right? And I usually write welcome to the Jubby Report. Uh-huh. You know what I wrote I wrote Jub <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We're gonna start this week's news with a football miracle. In a joint practice between the Rams and Ravens, Akeem Talib and Michael Crabtree lined up against each other ten times without a single incident. I I can't I can't believe it it's at all. A
2: football miracle? <laughs> is that what you
1: call yes. <laughs> this? a football miracle. C- it's a
3: certifiable football miracle.
1: Excellent.
0: Uh, I figured honestly, they couldn't I get heard,
3: through one play last year. Yeah, that is, you know, Yeah, it,
1: they couldn't get through a
0: single play. As soon as, it. as I heard that they were going to be going against each, each other in in practice, I was like, oh, this is
2: this is going to be juicy. One but other one other silly thing from that is. On the first practice play to leave intercepted Flacco, and you heard someone in the crowd yelling, "Where's Lamar?"
4: <laughs> <laughs> on the
2: bench. Did you watch the <laughs> Hall of Fame game? He was awful. He looked so bad. Some people said he looked good. And I don't know. I
1: mean, he he looked good on those like eight yard runs, mm. where like you expect him to look okay. He was like four of ten That's... against backups, against He's... dudes who aren't gonna make the Bears squad. He's gonna get better in time. <laughs> he, he will, will. but. He needs time, he needs a lot of time.
0: Yeah. All right, now it's time for a Browns news extravaganza. We're going to start with uh, Browns receiver Corey Coleman has just been traded to the Bills for a twenty twenty seventh round pick, or as we like to call it, a five buck box from KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he he might maybe catch a ball or two in, in Buffalo. Maybe can
1: we just like as long that? As his
3: hand stay okay.
1: That doesn't make Buffalo like really. Any better, but like that's des- that's definitely like it's a oh, you step up from whatever they had, right? I mean, there was recently been footage released of Kelvin Benjamin, and he looks like a lot in the, like a lot better shape. He looks like he's like we don't know how like health he is because he's been injured, but like as far as like body, like how he looks, he looks. Pretty much how he looked in his rookie year. So
3: he couldn't handle the, all that southern cooking. Down Apparently there. not. No, he's got <laughs> to go pr- to Buffalo. It's and... pretty easy to avoid the food when the only thing you have is Buffalo wings up there that are fucking nasty. Yeah. Fuck Buffalo. Their wings are nasty. Everybody else did them better.
1: Damn. I didn't know you actually went to Buffalo and had wings. I did.
3: Man. Show them. Tell them.
0: Send them packing.
1: When you win Super Bowls, you get to go all over the place. Right? Yep. You know.
0: He's been to Buffalo a couple times. No, I don't actually know how he hasn't at all. Not during the regular season, have you? No. No, once. Okay. Just once? Oh, find once. out. Once Maybe. last year. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> in holy shit, there's more Browns news. News. Des Bryant is reportedly uninterested in joining the Browns. Give it a few more weeks, though, because he's going to get desperate. Nobody's Des- going to side Des. Desprit. Desprit. Des-
3: Name of the episode.
1: No, no we more We can't Des have names. another Des
2: pun. No, it's the only thing I'm going sure, on this offseason.
1: I'm sure the longer this episode goes, Justin is gonna say Justin's been, you know, you know, Justin's been having a good night.
0: I'm, I'm so. a little drinky. Hi, hello. Oh so. my
2: god, you can't just tell everybody. I that. can tell. Sure, them you can. The fuck, I want. It's a free country, goddamn it. This is gonna be the most off the handle episode we've ever done and that's counting the one where we the just draft? recorded this is the only thing I have draft. a script for so I can read so <laughs> right, I yes. it's
0: all downhill <laughs> yeah oh <my> God. <laughs> Rams offensive tackle Aaron Donald no longer has no plans reportedly to join to join his team during during his holdout if this Man. keeps up a trade is probably imminent and I'm not sure how bad this is going to hurt the Rams the real question we'll bring this up to you guys what if the circle of life happens by a circle of life, I mean. What if Donald and Mac trade teams, and then after to sign one year deals, and then
2: after a deal they'll hold out again. I I can't. I mean, that's absolutely insane to me. Now
1: I feel that like Donald and Mac get swapped swap teams. Yeah, would that solve anything?
2: Not exactly. for a year. I think it, I think this whole <clears throat> Mac Donald situation is so interesting because they're basically. In a pseudo, I don't, I don't know if you'd say because it, you need a third person for a Mexican standoff, so it's not that, but they're like playing chicken with each other, who can, who's gonna break first to sign the contract? Because the moment, like, let's say Mac signs first, the moment Mac signs, Aaron Donald will sign the next week for more money. If Aaron Donald signs first, Khalil Mac's gonna sign the next week for more money. Well,
1: okay, the Mexican standoff is between Mac and Donald. I guess it's four people. It's Mac oh, yeah, Donald the teams, and then and then the and two teams. teams. Okay, so I guess so. Mexicans- like Donald's pointing the guns at the Rams and Mac. Mac's <laughs> pointing the guns at the Raiders and Donald. The Raiders and the Rams are just pointing guns at each other because I don't know why not. And yeah, because
2: they they don't want because well, they we're the real it.
1: team from Los Angeles. <laughs>
2: That's
1: I don't know why Oakland fans sound like Texans for some reason,
2: but. Oakland fans can sound like anything they want because they're not good. Oh,
0: I missed the story. I'm drunk. So, just as the Corey Coleman <laughs> trade happened this morning, I got I got this news. Yeah, Browns rookie receiver. How do I pronounce his name? Callaway. Yes, it's Calloway is his last name. Was cited for marijuana possession during a traffic stop.
2: It's weed.
0: So I expect him to be suspended for about half the season
2: might even get cut. He was a rookie that was drafted oh, with problems.
1: Another Browns receiver also had a season-ending potential injury as well.
2: Yeah. And they oh. traded Corey Coleman. Yeah, but the thing with Coleman was he was he w- he wasn't giving full effort. They were yelling at him like every practice to show something and he just didn't seem to care. He was going to get cut or traded, so at least they salvaged something for him. Yeah, KFC five buck box. I was saying like a ham sandwich earlier. I just thought that's, of...
0: that's very similar. But like and Callow... table. <laughs> the that, Callaway situation. That, that's my dog. Excuse that. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. You can pick that up. Please. Oh, you can pick up my, my good boy Zanzibar.
2: Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a very good dog. <laughs> but yeah, Callaway apparently didn't even report the incident to the team, and Hugh Jackson just found out about it today. Also, so like you that combined with a with a checkered past. I, I don't see how he makes it through the fifty-three man cut. No.
3: He probably makes it because, besides the off-the-field issues, he was considered a first-round talent.
1: Now, okay, so with Callaway, I remember them bringing him up in during the combine about how like he was really, really talented, but he had a lot of issues. With what what Corey was getting to was that they just don't, especially with Coleman gone, they had another receiver i think his name is hollywood was his name or whatever it was they have another receiver who was injured and now they don't have coleman so they have another receiver that's hurt they just if they don't sign des if des doesn't go there they kind of just need the body so they'll probably take the chance on him and just see like right how he progresses through the preseason if he plays and Maybe he catches a couple. They really, they realistically could run some form of offense where the really only two receivers you put out there are Landry and and Gordon, and just work like Njoku or just have da- uh, I was gonna say David Johnson, have Duke Johnson play slot, right? If he can, so it's not the end of the world for the Browns. It's just like, damn, like you lost one receiver to injury, you traded another away, and now another one got, just got cited for marijuana in his rookie year when he had problems, and it's look and he didn't tell the team so like right man that snowball's already just getting rolling for cleveland
0: i remember when cleveland looked good anyway bucks defensive end noah spence is turning into a big fat fatty this offseason in order to gain weight for the upcoming season i saw
1: this story
2: it's actually yeah, insane
0: he's currently on a nine meal nine thousand calorie diet
2: holy shit
0: yeah, I, I, by the time he's done, I'm going to watch him kill a man with his thighs. Dude, a lot
1: of, honestly, like, J.J. Watt has to do stuff like that. Like, J.J.'s talked about how he just doesn't hold weight very well. So he has to, like, eat, like, a ridiculous amount of calories to, like, maintain, like the phys- like, essentially the physique needed to play the position he plays. So I completely forgot about Noah Spence. You were talking about the, the Buccaneers and, like, their defensive line that I kind of, like, I completely forgot they spent, like, a first-round pick on Noah Spence. Right. So, there you go. That's what happens when you're a Buccaneers defensive player. You get drafted high and they forget about you. Right. Yep. So.
0: And finally, Drew Reese is killing it in camp. <laughs> Surprised?
1: <laughs> Me uh-huh. neither.
0: <laughs>
1: no. That's it for the Joby Report. Hey, Joby Report. We made it. So now... Somehow. We, we get to do more team reports. We get to talk about the Browns for another. Oh few yeah, minutes. I just realized we spent a lot of time on
2: the Browns. That's okay. Yeah. Segway from Jub to To Corey. To cool, cub. Cub? That was cub, that Corey? I got nothing. Are no, you was, the drunk one? Yeah, I was
1: So
3: outside well, of all the stuff we just said. Well you just took everything that I was Damn fucking... Damn it. Alright. I'm
0: so sorry it was news. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh no. Kobe. The <laughs> Go ahead. So I'm less hype on the Browns offense now than I was after the Coleman trade. I thought he was a great third complimentary receiver, but I still think this is the second best team in the AFC North, but I made the comparison today that the Browns are just the Dave Matthews band of football. <laughs> They've been shit for twenty years and but their fan base is still loyal. That's that's, That's a comparison. That's a really I enjoy good that. Uh Coleman easily gave them a very versatile and dynamic offense, and let's not forget Hugh Jackson, despite what he's done the past two years, designed a Andy Dalton-led offense that ended in the top 12 a few years ago. A lot of people are saying that the 34th overall pick they had, Nick Chubb, was a waste because why use a second-round pick on a third-string running back? But with the way Carlos Hyde has injuries and the fact that Chubb could potentially carry on an offense it's not a bad pick in my opinion uh today their fourth round pick callaway who had enough talent to be a first round pick if it wasn't for the off the field issues surprise got charged with possession of marijuana this week <laughs> uh, i guess that would happen a while ago and it just now got back to the team the news um so who knows i if i'm callaway i don't think I. Tell the team, just because I figured that they just find out about everything because they have more investigators than the FBI, apparently.
1: Yeah, so. Uh,
3: they still have a pretty decent o- offensive line in place after the signings of off- last off season, although there's a big shift does occur now that Joe Thompson unexpectedly retired after his first injury of his NFL career.
1: What a softie.
3: I know. One injury
1: and he retires. I don't. I
3: don't know how I feel about that because on one hand he's like the fucking Iron Man, like thirteen thousand straight snaps. The other hand, one injury and you're done. I'm like, come on,
0: come come on, (laughs) (laughs) come on, man.
3: Uh, No, that's
0: honestly that's pretty incredible. Right. I mean, like, how old was he? It was his
3: thirteenth. Was his thirteenth year? Tenth, yeah something. It was in the tens, double-digit career years without an injury. All right. So incredible.
0: And then after the first one, man, scared him off. I mean, he yeah, I mean, he it was, was a really old. bad injury. Yeah, he so. was getting old anyway. He probably yeah. only had a few years left in him, but He's
3: uh he's a very entertaining person and it was kind of like a Pat McAfee move where he, he's trying to s- transition to the entertainment uh, personnel lifestyle. Uh, he has a career he does with uh Hawkins. Do you remember Hawkins?
1: Andrew Hawkins? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Andrew Hawkins. But he
3: has a podcast with him called Tomahawk. Uh
1: Jesus. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so genius. Man. Why can't uh, why couldn't two of us have had those names and we could have sniped that name <laughs> before they had it? <laughs> Damn. We got Matakip. Madik- we have Matakip, yeah. It's close. Not close. Chubba Kip. Jubba Kip, yeah.
0: Jubba Kip. That sounds like a shrimp company. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, there's Juba our name. Juba Kip Shrimp Company. There's the
1: name of the episode. Jubba Kip Shrimp. That's the name of the episode. Oh, no. Jubba
0: got French crab legs every day, 8 a.m.
3: Jubba Gumps.
1: Jubba Gumps. Gumps. <laughs> Fresh crab legs every day from 8 a.m. to 8.02 a.m. <laughs> That's when I eat them. <laughs>
2: Oh, no. You want to go off the rails? <laughs> I'll go off the rails hard.
1: I can't. I, so, anyway, Corey, please help.
3: All right. So, this is easily, easily, easily the most talented offense Tyrod Taylor has ever had in his NFL career. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he could make a offense with just McCoy mediocre in Buffalo, I'm sure he can do decent work in. Uh, Cleveland this year with the amount of talent that they were surrounding him with. I know there's some unbelievers around this table about that. Uh, mostly to my left. That's Justin for all you listener viewers, which is all of you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm a little.
1: Justin's usually to the left of Corey, so just keep that in your mind whenever you listen. Like we always sit in the same spots. They, so
2: they need to know we sit at a square table first off.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I was going to make a joke about what the shape of the table
2: actually was, but,
1: nah, it's not worth it.
2: If we angle it, could it be a rhombus? (laughs) Sure,
1: maybe. All squares are rhombuses. But not all rhombuses are squares. Anyway, Corey,
3: (laughs) I'm not really worried about Josh Gordon right now, though something did happen where he gets suspended or expelled or whatever the NFL does anymore. Uh the offense becomes even less dynamic and right now you just have Jarvis Landy to throw the ball to which I mean he did it down in Miami so
1: he had some I mean Devontae Parker and Kenny Stills aren't like bums right they they would be at that point they would be better than the two guys the Browns would be putting out there with Jarvis right
3: I do like Kenny Stills but I mean he's right now at this point in his career at least the way that Miami uses him he's just a deep threat and you can get a deep threat off the streets almost. Yeah. Um, the defense is pretty messed still. If you you hope that Garrett can stay healthy all year and get double-digit sacks, you hope that Ward can come in and be able to shut at least that one receiver down a game if, he, if it's not the number one. Uh, Demarius Randall is one of the better slot corners, and after trading Deshaun fucking shitty Kaiser for him <laughs> is basically a huge steal. So trading Deshaun Kaiser for a fucking VHS copy of Billy Madison is a steal. <laughs> another
0: five buck box situation. I'm so so mad. You have another I have both Deshaun Kaisers. Yeah, you
1: have both Deshaun Kaisers. You have the slightly better one in Brett Hundley, and then the actual one. So sad.
3: Migraine motherfucker. That's that's who's sitting behind her Rogers. He better not get hurt again. You didn't talk about how uh Aaron Rodgers just fucking tore his receiving core apart today.
0: Oh no, I I was that I didn't see that. Yeah when I
3: was He, uh, this, what he was uh he said that they were going over some like cards for plays and calls and everything and everybody just gave a piss poor effort besides uh I think Gmo Geronimo, Geronimo Allison and uh somebody else. I can't think of. Devontae? No.
1: Was it okay? Let's think. Uh, there was okay. Randall Cobb, yeah, Randall Cobb's there. Jeff nope. Janis is there. Equally, Jeff Janis. Was it Jeff Janis? No. So there's was the
3: two
0: newer kids.
3: <laughs> they, were, they were the only ones that actually put in any effort, I guess. That's bullshit. And Aaron Rodgers went to the media with this and talked about this, so you know he was fucking pissed off. Oh yeah, no, no. That's well, because Aaron that. knows
1: that like these people, these guys need to like, come on, man, like they're talented. I, yeah, like we need some. I need some help, man mayron rogers i died last year and came back and we still didn't win i can't do it all myself
0: like you gotta you gotta step up you know
1: he's probably i think i think rogers is still a little bit he's salty about it salty he's absolutely that was his guy he's absolutely he's still he's still a little salty about jordy not being there uh there's part of me that wants to believe that
3: this is the time that the browns turn it around but they're also, the part of me that's seen Cleveland and what they've done for the past twenty years in person—we live right outside of Cleveland, so it's like we've been there. We know yeah. there's a reason why there's nobody at this table that's a Browns fan. They're—I hey, yep.
1: they're, mean, they're—they're they're out there. We see them. I see them every They're—I makes me mad when I see them because they make me mad. But also. Des, as
3: Justin says, said he doesn't want to sign with the Browns because it's the Browns, which means that the Browns are going to win a Super Bowl this year, and Des is going to miss his chance on a ring. <laughs> that would be
1: incredible. Turn that whole, you turn that whole report around, right? That that, if that season picks up. Des is going to be scrambling to get on that team, right?
3: They're not going to, they're not going to win for any other reason. It's not going to be because they're a top twelve offense or a yeah. top. Well, it, Defense, it, it'd be
0: It'd be proper if that happens, right? And then, like, they grab Des right before the deadline hits, and then they lose the rest of the season.
1: Right. Oh yeah, they start like eight zero, and yeah. then they sign Des, and they go zero and eight.
0: Yeah, and then they end up eight and eight. That'd be incredible.
1: God, I don't even think Des would care. Des would just be like, um, Des would just pretty much like think about it like, am I getting my catches? Then I'm good.
0: Uh, did He would. He's used to eight and eight seasons.
1: That's true. He is true. He, he, he is 88. With
0: America's team.
1: That's right. The place. That he wears number eighty-eight. <laughs> love the mates dude. Anyway. Anyway. That's it. That's it. That's I all suppose. I got. Did That's... you? I'll ask a question then. Um, were you bothered by Hugh Jackson coming out and saying that he didn't think Baker was ready, and then like three days later saying like, "Wow, Baker's great." Uh, cause I did that's like, man, like that—that's essentially like Hugh Jackson telling the truth, because we all know that's the truth. That Baker's probably not ready, and Baker's not going to play. Right. And then like, either, either it was Haslam or the GM Dorsey who went to him like, hey, say that he's good. He's our first overall pick. You need to say he's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't did that come off to you that way? Because no, it certainly I, did for me.
3: I the way. Baker's personality is I like to think that it like lit a fire under his ass and like you started
1: Alright. That's true. That'd but... be cool.
0: He's not starting. No, right. he's no, no he's no, not, not not until after week six when they kicked Tyrod out. Right. <laughs>
2: when the when the Cleveland stands run him out of out of the city. He's it's gonna throw. He's si- gonna throw one fuck. He's gonna do pretty okay. They're gonna
0: have a, have a pretty average season first five weeks. Week six, he's gonna throw his first fucking pick. What are they all gonna year. go like?
1: they gonna go like two and three yeah. for the first five weeks. They're throw throw starting f- out zero and two. Yeah. Hope everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> they start against Pittsburgh and New Orleans. They're they're, they're zero and 2. two. Yeah, like
0: and so that they they they're doing pretty decent. Tyrod Taylor's gonna throw his first fucking pick of the season in week five. And then the Browns fans are just gonna run them out of the fucking stadium. That's a
1: pretty. That's a pretty solid take. You're taking week five is the. I I have a. Once Tyron's we,
0: consistent. We haven't is mediocrity.
1: We haven't gotten to the. Um, we haven't gotten to do the AFC North yet, which I'm thankful for. Because who oh boy. Um, but I actually oh, we're do, doing
0: the Norths next.
1: I know we. I know we are. Um, I do have a partic. I do. I, I have specific weeks set aside for when Baker and Lamar both take over. Because I believe Lamar will take over this year at some point.
0: Ooh. Really? Over Flacco? hmm
1: I'll, I'll hash it out. I have it all yeah, yeah, yeah. in front we'll, of me. We'll, we'll so. get to that. All right. So the team report for the Browns. I'm going to do the team report for the Texans. This comes with a disclaimer. The first thing I want to say is I have absolutely nothing against Deshaun Watson. When Deshaun Watson got hurt last year after pretty much throwing like a season's worth of touchdowns in like four games i was sad i tweeted that i was sad and i was sad it was very sad everybody was sad the texans were very sad despite the fact that deshaun playing really didn't matter because they kept losing anyway um here's the thing about the texans outside of deshaun they have let's just start at the very top i don't like bill o'brien as a head coach i haven't liked a single ex-patriot coordinator as a head coach because the majority of them have all failed um josh mcdaniels failed his first time um charlie weiss failed um i don't necessarily know if matt patricia is going to be any good um and bill o'brien for a large uh For a large portion of what, like, prior to him, essentially prior to him getting to Deshaun Watson, the Texans just kind of feasted on a division that there was no healthy Andrew Luck. The Jaguars didn't have the, like, the front office and the coaching and the defense that they had. And Tennessee was just mildly inconsistent. Um, I didn't like the fact that Bill O'Brien pretty much admitted that the reason Deshaun Watson played very well was he pretty much just took Clemson's playbook and just made that their offensive playbook. Which, sure, that works for, like, four or five games. But now everyone kind of knows, like, okay, so Deshaun Watson ran a college offense last year. That's why he was so comfortable with it. Let's just try to stop a college offense. Um
0: you think they continue that into this year?
1: I sure hope. Well, here's the thing. It's not like Deshaun has the time to formulate on his pro game. He's kind of formulating on, oh, I don't know, learning how to walk again because he tore his ACL. Kind of takes up your time. Um, Going to the defensive side of the ball, their defense sucks. And I'm going to ask Matt a question
4: because Matt's
1: going to have the one to rebuttals to me at some point in this. Um, Uh, JJ Watt. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to take a guess on how many games JJ Watt's played the last two years. How many? Wrong. It's eight. Uh Oh. He's played eight games. Yeah, well, he's played a quarter of the games. He's played a quarter. He's played one half of a season in two seasons. I love JJ Watt. JJ Watt's a phenomenal player. I don't know if we're ever going to get the same JJ Watt ever again. Like, it's one of those things where. You, it's the same thing with Romo. You know, Romo had a back surgery. Once you have your first back surgery, you're pretty much on borrowed time at that point. Their other biggest free agent signing was Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew himself missed about five games last year, and he's kind of getting to that point where it looks like he burned the match at both, or burned the uh, candle at both ends, and is just kind of a really okay safety. They brought back Jonathan Joseph, who is old as dirt. They signed Aaron Colvin from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's probably the ninth best player on the Jacksonville defense. Um, That's
2: not really that bad, though. It's not
1: bad, but it's still like you could have just kept A.J. Bouye versus give up A.J. Bouye and then get Colvin. Mm -hmm. Um, Their defense last year was uh, dead last in points per game. It was like 28 points per game. Uh, That was with Deshaun playing. Mm-hmm. Um if we shift over to their offense, I am not a fan of Lamar Miller. I think he's a bum. I just think he's he's one of those running back situations where like
2: now is it now is it a product of lowly being bad or their offensive line being absolute shit last year?
1: I just don't like they they were the fifth they were the 14th best running game last year. Now, some of that is a little of Deshaun running a little bit. Um their run blocking was like I said, it's average. It was dead average. It was fourteenth. I just think Lamar is just not Lamar is if if I was gonna rank like the top like 32 running backs in this league, I'd mark I'd probably put Lamar at like sixteenth. He's the Joe Flacco of running backs. Fair He's enough. just very, very average. I really like the guy that they drafted a couple years ago, Dante Foreman out of the University of Texas. I like him a lot, but He either can't seem to get, like, stable snaps in an offense, and I also think he got hurt last year. Um, Bringing up the offensive line, because I feel like this was going to be one of the things you rebuttaled on me with.
2: Potentially, but you might say everything that I was going to say back to you, but go for it.
1: This offensive line was
2: dead last (laughs)
1: last year. It was ranked dead last. They gave up 40 more quarterback pressures... Then the team in
2: 31st. Well, you can only go up from there. Right.
1: So, pretty much what the Texans decided to do is they just, I think they brought in two new guards and a new tackle.
2: Yeah, they brought in Celio Clemente, Zach Fulton, Central Central Henderson. Uh, the third round pick, Martinez Rankin. I think like he's got good talent. Yeah. They completely retooled the offensive line, and they can't be any worse than last year.
1: Right. So, you can't be any worse than last year. But this is – okay, so this was – I assumed that when I was going to bring up the offensive line thing that you were going to say, hey, you know, they fixed everything, and, I mean, credit to – yeah, Deshaun ran a college offense, but, like, I mean, for God's sakes, he threw – what was it, like 18 or, like, 16 touchdowns in all of his starts? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he threw a lot of – some of his touchdowns came against – a game against Jacksonville where by the time he got into the game, they were down, like, 30 – so, a couple of his – that game was kind of pointless. His second game against Cincinnati, he was awful.
2: Yeah, we watched that game. He was, the group.
1: he was really bad that first start. And then I think that's what happened was that Bill O'Brien was just like, damn, like, we need to figure out what to do. So, he pretty much just took a bunch of plays from Clemson's playbook and was just like, here, run this. And – you know credit to deshaun and credit to that offense they were able to figure it out and i love the one player on this team that i absolutely love outside of jj is deandre hopkins deandre hopkins is easily at this point with a lot of the older dogs kind of falling out he's easily kind of risen to be like a top five receiver in the league just individually um his numbers pretty much didn't dip at all once deshaun the only went down. thing
3: that dipped was he had like half the touchdowns yeah
1: he had yeah um but the offensive line thing was the thing that I figured you were going to come back at me on. Okay. Um so what I did is I have the I have I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Of the top 15 offensive lines last year, okay, the teams that had a top 15 offensive line,
4: mm-hmm.
1: 10 made the playoffs. Okay? Of the top 10, 8 of them made the playoffs. The only teams that had a top 15 offensive line that didn't make the playoffs were the Dallas Cowboys, who should have made it. The Packers, who when Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, should have made it. The Oakland Raiders, the Bears, and the Cleveland Browns were the five other teams that had a top five, top 15 offensive line that didn't make the playoffs. So, even if the Houston Texans and all of those changes... Go from 32nd to 15th, all right? Out of those other teams I mentioned that had a top 15 offense that didn't make the playoffs, what were the two things that the majority of them had in common? Bad defense, hurt quarterback. Name me a team that has a a higher chance of one one or both of those things happening than the Houston Texans. Well... With bad defense, and you have a quarterback who... If the offensive line just gets somewhat better, sure. Dude, he's torn his ACL twice. Already. He's played, like, that already. He's at that point in his career already. And I love Deshaun. But, like, man, like, if he, if something goes wrong, if he gets hurt again, like, it might be a wrap.
0: Well, I'm sure that, I'm sure that, you know, the, GM, no, I'm sure the organization realized that, right? And that's why they targeted the offensive line so hard this off season.
1: Yeah, I'm I... not. I'm not saying that I think the changes aren't going to improve it. You literally, like you said, I, and that's why I agree with you. You can't get any worse. I just think that the combination of a defense that even when and even especially the last couple of years, even when JJ's been there, they really haven't been that great. Like JJ individually gets a lot of sacks, gets a lot of tackles. But Jadavian Clowney's pretty much been a bust as far as like where he was projected to be. Whitney Merciless is another good player they have. And he's underrated. He's underrated.
2: I like the safety they picked up in the third round, Justin Reed.
1: Justin Reed's a good safety. Um, any safety named Reed. Any, yeah. <laughs> any safety named Reed, yeah. I just think a Wasn't combination of, of fluctuating, often injured, underperforming defensive players, you have an offensive playbook that is going to have to at some point get away from a college style of of play calling because it's just not going to work. No,
0: no, it's in not. In it the NFL, hold.
1: especially against the best defense in football twice a year. A And that's the other thing is, well, I'll say this too, Tennessee's got a pretty good like pass rush. They don't have a great defense. Well, by the way, Tennessee just signed Kenny Vaccaro, which mm-hmm. is a huge thing. I don't mm-hmm. know why Kenny. Their defensive backfield just became like, really good yeah. with Vaccaro and Bayard and they just got Malcolm Butler and stuff. So, and they got uh, a Dory Jackson. Yeah, no, so the t- like the t- t- Tennessee t- defense now is, is really, good. is really good. So listen, I don't like calling. Like, that's another thing. It's been a theme for everything we've talked about. I get really, really cautious about flash in the pan rookie seasons from every position And I'm not trying to say Deshaun Watson is a flash in the pan. What I'm saying is is that having your second ACL injury, having an offensive line that, sure, he's at training camp. Sure, he's there going through things, but he's not going through the things that, say, a Jared Goff went through his second year. He's not going through the same things that Carson Wentz is going through. He's not going through the same things Jimmy's going through. Deshaun's going through the protocols to get him back on a football field. Just in general. So that puts you behind. So I just think the Texans are in this spot where a lot of people are picking them just because of how great Deshaun Watson was in five games. And I think basing it off of that, when the Texans play in the single most competitive, I would honestly not be surprised if I went into like, if I, when we do the AFC South, uh, which we
2: haven't done yet. Yeah, no, we haven't done the south yet. Um, when I we think get the to the south th- is last, actually, because we've done east, west. We're doing north, yeah, we're and, doing south and then the last. south would be last. The, the, the most competitive division would be the last. would be one the we last one about. we talk
1: about. Yeah, <laughs> but that's fitting. I would not if I went on this radio sh- if I if I did this podcast show right now and I told you that the Colts and the Titans were going to go to the playoffs, right? And then I immediately went into a coma and then you woke me up at the end of the season and you said, hey, the Jaguars and Texans made it, I would not be surprised. Honestly. Like, that's how competitive that division is. Mm
4: -hmm. So,
1: the fact that it's that close and and the Texans just have all these things that just make me really uncomfortable, I don't like them. I just think there's going to be a real steep pullback where there will be some games where the Texans' offense and DeAndre and Will Fuller... And Lamar and Deshaun's running all over the place, and Fedorowitz, whoever the name their tight end yeah. is, he'll catch a couple touchdowns. JJ Watt, if he comes back and can at least play, like I said, he's played eight games in the last two years. You know, the
0: Texans I, have the largest distance between their floor and, the, and their
2: ceiling out of any team in the NFL.
1: I'm not gonna. I think the Chiefs do, but the Texans are probably second.
2: See, I don't, I, I don't have an issue with, like, the AFC South being the most competitive. And, like, you kind of already mentioned that if the Texans did make the playoffs, you would not be totally surprised. Because that benches are like, a part of what my uh, objection to yeah. that is, is basing on. I mean, we're talking, we're kind of deliberating about unknowns. You, I mean, I understand two ACL injuries are bad. Yeah. Retooling complete offensive line. The J.J. Watt, eight games, two-year situations
1: whole defense just the whole I mean defense they were dead last. I think, I think yeah. that's
2: why they made so many cornerback and safety acquisitions yeah. to try and prepare for that Because for sure I can almost guarantee that J.J. Watt won't play the full season mm-hmm. I, I, but I feel like Deshaun Watson you're not entirely sure yet. We've seen players at different positions sometimes even quarterback come back from an ACL tear yeah. or something and have career years so there's a chance that even though he's had the two There's that chance that it doesn't happen, and if he's healthy all year, the Texans could get 9 or 10 wins. They play in the most competitive division. I think a lot of those games between different teams are going to split. I think that could happen, depending on home field advantage. Now, the AFC South, they also have games against the AFC North and AFC East this season. The Texans get to beat up on the Browns, Bengals, Ravens, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. That's six wins. You that's give them six wins and a split three three in the division, all of a sudden that's nine and seven.
1: I don't think that's enough to win the AFC South.
2: It might not be enough to win the AFC South, but above five hundred puts them in a shot for a wild card, because nine and seven can get you wild card right. in the AFC. I,
1: I under that's why I said, like, I don't I wouldn't be shocked if they made it. I just think that if I'm picking the games, I'm gonna put them at a spot where I think their ceiling is like 11 wins. Mm -hmm. Their floor is like, because if Deshaun gets hurt again, that floor is like three.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. So
1: it's a huge gap. Mm -hmm. So I put them, without giving where I put, I kind of put them like a little higher towards the ceiling, but not a playoff team. Like, I just think that it's just going to be so, so close. And they're going to have those games where, I mean, look at it this way. The biggest games that Deshaun, the the big, huge games that Deshaun had, okay, against the Patriots, right? They didn't win. The game against the Chiefs, they didn't win. Sure, he individually was great, but unless the acquisitions that they brought in actually pan out, it's just going to be the same thing as last year. Deshaun throwing a whole bunch of touchdowns, them getting a whole bunch of yards, and them losing games 36 to 40. And that's not a knock on Deshaun. That's just a knock on their their. The way they built their team, the injuries, the inconsistencies, and um, yeah, I, I I went from it was it was crazy. Like when I first started building out my projections, I originally had the Texans as like okay, nine and seven, you win the division or nine and seven, you make a wild card spot. And then just as the year went on, and as I thought more about it, I just became less and less impressed with them. Again, though, like I said, it's not out of the like I said, I'm not expecting the Texans to just be awful. They're not going to be awful. It's just one of those things where I just don't think I'm high enough on them because there's just so, so many things that could go wrong. Well, I mean, there, there are massive amounts of things. When your two best players have... One of them has had two knee injuries and the other has only played in eight games. That is really, really...
2: No, they're, they're, on, a tight they're right. on a tightrope. They're tight on a tightrope, yeah. But I just... I, will, I assume when you were going to dunk on it, you're going to, team's absolute horse garbage and shit like no,
1: that. No, no. It was just... I'm just trying to... I'm dunking bring on it them. back. You're bringing yeah, it I'm, back. I'm really trying to bring people back to reality. Mm-hmm. Like, let's take, let's take a chill pill on, on Deshaun Watson. Like, he was running a college offense. Like, no, the, you know, I, it's...
2: I'm okay with those points. I'm actually okay with it. And I guess, we, like I said, I have them near assuming everything stays healthy around 9 10 wins that's their ceiling I don't think they could get to 11 I feel like cuz just because of how competitive their division is it's going to come down to the division record cuz yeah. it's the same obviously it's the same for the other teams the other teams in that division are going to get to play against the AFC North and so everything's going to come down to who wins the division games and I mean division games records go out the window half the time So you never totally know what you're going to get there.
1: Look at it like this. The Tennessee Titans, who probably came the closest to anybody, right, in 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 losing to the Cleveland Browns, let's just put it that way, right, swept the Jacksonville Jaguars. Swept them. Like, the team that pretty much was a play away from going to the Super Bowl, Tennessee swept them. Like, that's how competitive it is. And Tennessee got better. The Colts are getting luck back, so—and I guess I'll just—and and that was essentially what I had to say about the Texans. But I'll ask—I guess I'll ask this without giving away anything. Odds of every single team in the AFC South going 3-3. Three and three. What, in their division? All four going 3-3. Three and three.
0: That's it's, I think it's decently high. I, I, mean, would, I think there might
1: be, like—oh,
0: man, see, this is tough— it because, is tough, right? How I, wild! Well, no, that I mean,
2: is. Like, that
1: it, doesn't necessarily you the mean history. they need to split with everybody. Yeah, no, no. Because yeah.
2: I feel like the Titans, uh, the Titans have the Jaguars' number. I think the Texans have could have the Colts' number, but then I think the Colts have the Titans' number for sure. They do. 100%. I feel like I feel like there's going to be a sweep either way. And if you happen to go three and three in division, and then all of them win their six games out of division, and you have an entire division of nine and seven with different sweeps. I cannot wait to see what those tiebreakers are. It's going to
1: be so good. You would,
0: would have to go to out-of-division shit. And then we get, oh, you'd like, have to long. go to some crazy like yeah.
1: non-conference yeah, no, record. If it goes to
2: out-of-division, all of those teams are playing the teams from the AFC North and AFC East. So they would like...
1: It's going to it's gonna come down to who lost to who.
2: Which 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 one of them can beat the Patriots?
1: The Jaguars. <laughs> the Jaguars are the only one that will the, beat them.
2: The, that one game in that division... 'Cause they all have to play the Patriots one time. That one game against the Patriots could make or break the entire division.
4: Whew.
1: I love the AFC South.
2: It has
3: it has my favorite rivalry gameplay of all time. What was, was that? It was the Pat McAfee house call on the onside kick. Oh yeah. Yes. I love his recalling of that. His all of his recallings are great. Well, yeah, the
1: the one again, the one where he was going to run the fake punt and Troy Palomalu, like came up and ruined it. And right. He was like, man, I'm running it now. <laughs> Screw you, Troy. This is my one shot.
3: <laughs> one <laughs> opportunity. My family was in the crowd. We're all from Pittsburgh. And
1: Troy Palomalu's got to come up and ruin it.
3: Troy Palomalu.
1: Palom- yeah. <laughs> oh, Fucking dear. Palomalu. Oh, dear. All right. So uh, now, now we do our predict. We move on to well, no, we do the fantasy. We're doing that fantasy segment. Well, are we doing, are we doing first? fantasy
2: first?
1: Yeah, let's do fantasy first. Why not? I'm okay with that. I'm really fine with that. I'm
2: right. prepared. How's for draft anything. going,
3: Corey? Uh, I really want to pick fourth right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Corey, you pick twelfth. I know, but I still have three, possibly four, other leagues. That's I'm true. picking
0: fourth in our main
3: league. Uh
1: that's true. Yeah.
3: I was one fucking pick away from getting Derrick Henry in the third round in this mock draft. What? As my second what uh running back. Oh my god. Who's your first? Zeke. Oh.
0: Uh, well, go,
1: well he'll, uh, he's going to tell us what everybody yeah, yeah. Right. Us.
3: We'll come back to it later
0: anyway. In this, the meantime,
1: this next uh segment, we are going to tell you as we mentioned uh, we're gonna go one through twelve. Elect the Matt Dustman to
0: start off with his thing. One through twelve, Matt.
2: One through twelve already. One through twelve. All right. Well, I guess a lot of these are probably going to come across as no-brainers, but it'd be interesting to see how everyone. Else I think thinks. we're going to have the
1: order is what's going to be. We're different. We're
2: going to have some interesting. Because
1: uh, I, I had a a glaring omission on mine in the
0: top. Oh
2: 12. really? The,
0: the I did. Order, I think the order is what's going to be very different for us. It mm-hmm. might be close to the same twelve players.
2: All right. Well, I guess I mean I think one I think one two three are almost inarguable. Other than like maybe you want to put a wide receiver there. I think the inarguable one, two, three are Bell Gurley Johnson.
1: I disagree, but go ahead. Me too.
2: Oh well <laughs> I it's inarguable, so shut up. <laughs> I think after that well, then me you and have, Kiper are gonna do the impossible I think then you have Kamara, Elliot, and then Antonio Brown. So I have Antonio Brown as one, two, three, four, five, sixth. Uh Yeah, in PPR, in PPR for sure.
3: Yeah, this is all PPR by the way. Oh yeah,
1: we should have said that. Yes,
2: yeah, this is a PPR league.
1: Yeah, you had Kamara where?
2: Uh, one, two, three, fourth. Above Antonio Brown, I have him fourth. And then I put Zeke next just because I feel like running backs are more commodity. Hey, everybody. I just want to let you know. Everybody
0: home listening. I just want to let you know it's okay. We all know Matt's a weirdo.
2: Just continue, buddy. What the hell? Nah, he's fine. I, 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 I feel like some people could argue putting Antonio Brown over Zeke, but e- e- either way, your top five should be running backs, I feel like. I feel... I just... it's how I feel. So, okay. Uh, Elliot, then Antonio Brown, then DeAndre Hopkins... And then after Hopkins, I have Saquon Barkley. Then I got Odell Beckham.
1: So that's Odell is 9th? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got three more.
2: After Odell, then I have Melvin Gordon, then Julio Jones, then Michael Thomas. Okay. That's my twelve.
1: So there are five receivers?
2: Five receivers. Five
1: receivers, seven running backs?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I'm pretty sure I mean I, I think that ratio is going to be yeah I think that's that's what I have relatively close yeah oh uh, well maybe we'll see we'll see what happens Uh, Justin do you want to go next sure okay right, so you're so, top 12
0: my top 3 is the same as Matt so you have Bell, Gurley, Johnson okay I, I I think it's I think it's good even, even in PPR all 3 of them boys you know I'm a little shaky like David Johnson might get a little less production than he did before. Because mm-hmm. Carl Center just got hurt. But we'll see. It might not affect him that much.
1: I did. didn't affect him two years ago. Yeah, exactly. He just, it might exactly. His even yards per rush were,
3: like, bad. Then but I, a good thing he got a lot of rushes and catches.
1: Yeah.
0: Then I have Antonio Brown. At four. At four. Okay. Zeke at five. Hopkins at six. Beckham at 7, Kamara at 8. Okay. Um, then I have... Uh, Michael Thomas at 9.
1: Ooh, that's pretty high on Michael Thomas,
0: um, but... I'm very high on Michael Thomas, and... Okay. Watching what... Watching how much Drew Brees still has it at the end of last season. Yeah. And, and now that people, un, like, know what's gonna happen with... Even even while... Uh, while the suspension's going on and Kamara's gonna be by himself, like teams are gonna catch on to, to what to that offense and Breeze is gonna have to throw more next year. Right this coming up season. He's gonna have to throw more, mm. which just means more receptions for Michael Thomas.
3: Right. Would you if you're going up against the Saints, yeah. Do you wanna make Breeze throw it or do you wanna make a second year running back run? I wanna
1: pray. Yeah, that's what <laughs> is what I wanna geez. do. Um, I want to hope that the that the game is outdoors, and I have someone in the of, north. In the and, north. In the mid of winter. Yeah, that's what I hope. That that's that's pretty much the way, you you know, get through that. So so you're at uh, the last three three, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Because Thomas was nine. Yes. Okay.
0: Ten, I have Saquon Barkley.
1: Okay. I'm high on him. I mean, everybody is. It's not you know, his thighs are the size of like most people's. Body. Many fridges. Yeah. Then I have
0: Melvin Gordon. Okay. Julio Jones. Okay. Some people some people put So the far, Julio... both of you have
1: put Julio Jones in the top 12. Yeah, Still.
0: At twelve. At twelve, yeah. Now, you can interchange. I think it's interchangeable between him and Keenan Allen.
1: I to be honest. kind of agree. I kind of I agree. At this point, I kind of agree. Especially yeah. because of like how close Julio was to just being like not. That's the problem. Not viable last year. You don't like
0: it, it's. It's more of a die roll with Julio now. Remember?
1: He he had four touchdowns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Remember
1: when
3: I took Keenan Allen at number twelve, and, and then, then he, he played for a, twelve catches. He,
0: he had twelve <laughs> catches
1: and a half, and then he blew. And then like his kidney exploded or whatever it was. All right, Corey. Oof, ouch, my organs. All right, Corey. Without knowing what your list is, I know that me and your lists are about to make Matt and Justin really angry. So, I mean, you're you know. you're gonna go first.
3: Do you think? Undisputed number one, Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> God, that's my friend. <laughs> that's my friend, Corey. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I, yes When
0: I when I say the top three there, I think they're interchangeable and I completely I'm completely okay with Ezekiel Elliott being at number one.
1: Well your top three yeah. were Gurley, Bell, and Dave. Was your and then you had Oh I was Zeke at four. No, you five. had A B at four. You had That's Zeke right. at five. I'm okay with that. I mean yeah. you,
0: all five of those all five of those players. Okay. Let, let's let's be real here. All five of those players, if you pick any of them your first overall, you're not doing awful. Right. Zeke has a really good chance of ending up on top of all of them. Okay. I'm just not sure I believe in the cowboys. Okay. So so, so
1: you're okay, so Zeke at number one. Right.
3: He out of any of the top running backs, he's had the less happen to him the past off season year. He first of all, if you're gonna believe that Tom Brady's a top three pick or top three round pick because he got suspended for four games and he's gonna be on a tear how do you think Zeke's going to be coming off of an eight-game suspension?
1: Where he pretty much probably shouldn't have been suspended. Right. You mean when he already came
0: off the eight-game suspension?
1: Well, for a meaningless game, though. Right. It was at the end of the year, and the, Car- the Eagles didn't play their guys. Right. So.
2: No, I think I, – I feel like Zeke is an easy – I mean, I had him at five also. Mm-hmm. But I could totally see him being at one. He played, what, nine games last year? Yeah. So he only played in nine games – and of those nine games, he scored better than the average running back one in five of them. There are, if I'm counting one, two, these are people that played 15, 15 games or more. And I see one, two, three, four people that played like six more games than him that scored higher than a running back one average more than five times.
1: Yeah. Also, Gurley and Bell both didn't play the final week of the year. So, like, that, obviously, like, they didn't play the full Technically, they didn't play the full season. Well, yeah, so. but I'm not,
2: I'm not counting. Like, I mean, if you look at Gurley, he played 15 games and scored 19 touchdowns. It's 19 touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue against him. Yeah. He had over 12 yeah. weeks where he was one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. But I get you. Yeah.
1: So, who's your – okay, so okay, Zeke's so, one. But anyway, oh, wanted Z, yeah, Zip. I want
3: to – Le'Veon and Antonio both have a new offensive coordinator coming in, so you don't know if he's going to lean one way or another with passing attack or running. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Le'Veon's kind of safe because he can catch the screen passes, but you also uh, don't really know if he's going to have a lot of screen passes in the offense. Uh, Todd Gurley just got paid. So, I mean, most of his contract's guaranteed, so you don't really... We probably won't see a decline in production and trying to you know get the bag or whatever they say yeah yeah, yeah. uh but i think there is still going to be less of a effort a little bit mm-hmm. and teams are going to be more prepared for Gurley this year uh
0: no he desperately wants a ring i know
1: he does but
0: you everybody does.
1: You, you have gone on here and said that you actually think that Gurley's gonna have like a somewhat of a not a bad year. No, just like, more tempered than last it's year. It's going to be more tempered. It yeah, ju- it
0: just it just will because the the Rams have the are,
1: Cooks is there now. Yeah, the and Rams it's have another... more reformed
0: of offense. They don't have to completely lean everything on right. Gurley, and I think that's the biggest reason why Gurley will have uh, lower production this year. I don't. I, don't, I think he's going to go for all he can. He's not going to calm down just because he got his money. He wants a ring, right. and he's going to go get it. The entire team this this entire team where it is right now is built on going to
1: get that ring this year. It is,
0: And they're all going to play their hearts out for it No matter how much they're getting paid
1: So you've gone to Okay so you're at 5 now Right, I have have
3: Zeke, Le'Veon, Antonio, Gurley Yeah And then I have uh, David Johnson at 5 Okay Um, Okay. I'm concerned about the workload he's going to be getting Uh, I'm concerned about Arians Also this is the top 5 So all my decisions here Are pretty nitpicky uh, oh, yeah, you're definitely... Right. It's, Except between these, five. Right. Uh, at six, I have Kamara. Seven, I have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, eight, I have ODB. Uh, nine, I have Hunt. Ten, I have Julio. Eleven, I have Michael Thomas. And twelve, I have Melvin Gordon. You and Kareem Hunt at nine? Yeah. He, I, he's going to catch more balls, I think. Than Not uh, more <laughs> than last year, but I think... They're going to utilize they, him in the offense
2: better. I hope they do, but at the same time, I just. They got a lot of mouths in that backfield defeat. That's the only thing that worries me about him. Like, I know people want to meme across the table for me that I'm going to pick him number two overall in our fantasy league. But with Spencer <laughs> Ware looking extremely healthy, Sharkhandrick West still being good, I just. But none
1: of them rolled up together or as good as Kareem Hunt.
2: Spencer Ware could have been. Like, he had. Spencer Ware had a good season when he was healthy. Yeah, he
1: did, yeah.
2: I'm maybe not Kareem Hunt numbers. He didn't like lead the league in rushing. But he was good enough that he was one of the better backs in the league. And he's going to be used at least half and half with Kareem Hunt at first. Maybe after like the first few weeks, uh, when Hunt starts to pull ahead, he gets the ball a little more. I think he is the better pass catcher, so I agree that he should catch a lot of passes. I think he'll Le'Veon Bell line up for... Mm -hmm. all sorts of craziness with Andy Reid's schemes and Pat Mahomes this year. I I don't know if it's going to show, I don't know if you're going to see the fruits of that right away, though.
1: Um, I just want to say real quick, shout out to Matt Dustman for telling me 20 minutes before the kickoff game last year to put Kareem Hunt in my lineup (laughs) right before he scored like 50 points against the Patriots. I wasn't going to, I actually did not know.
2: We all watched that game at, B-dubs that night, and I told you to start him. I
1: didn't know, because I didn't know how much of a workload he was going to get. So I waited until, like, right before the game started. You didn't
2: know Spencer Ware was injured. I didn't know, yeah.
1: Well, I knew, but, like, I didn't know, like, how much of it was going to be, like, West and Hunt. Was it going to be, like, a 50-50? And then I asked Matt right before the game started, I'm like, how, many, how, like, how much is Kareem Hunt going to get? And you were like, he's pretty much like full go. He's pretty much going to be like the main guy. So I was like, okay, putting him in. And he scored like first, he fumbled. He fumbled every And I, and I was about to like <laughs> destroy you.
3: His first touch was a fumble, his was fir- it? Was his
2: first touch a fumble? And that was his first fumble in like his almost career because I don't think he fumbled in college. That was like the big thing they talked about with yeah. him.
1: And then he immediately fumbled. And I'm like, oh, no. And then he scored 50 <laughs> points. But anyway. Based on my reaction, you could probably guess who my number one is. It's Zeke. it's Zeke. Yeah. Um, I think Zeke could win Offensive Player of the Year this year. He should have won
3: it his rookie year. Um,
1: Zeke, the way here's the way I looked at this list. This is what I based this list on. How much of how big of a mouth are you, like on your offense? Because if you have the and this is kind of one of those things when you'll see one of my omissions on the list. The biggest mouths get fed. I don't care if there's multiple mouths whoever the biggest one is that's who gets fed the most and that's not a pun of zeke because he does that little feed me thing when he scores um but i have zika number one um i have david johnson at number two uh dave johnson pretty much did all he two years ago dave johnson was pretty much the entire cardinals offense and i don't think they necessarily have gotten better but i just think that I mean, if, if Dave's healthy, then he's, he's a top three running back in the league. A.B. is third. A.B.'s been the number one wideout in fantasy football for the last, like, four years. I just don't know, like, what else you can really say about him from a fantasy standpoint. Like, it's just he didn't play the last three games, and he was first. Like, I don't know how to really explain. <laughs> I don't know. Like, how to really put that? He's
0: just better than everybody he's else. He's just
1: so like it's just especially like, and I know that with the new offensive coordinator. I think the new offensive coordinator, in which which is why this is reflecting in my list. I actually think the offensive coordinator change will hurt Levy on more than AB because I think so long as Ben is there, AB will be fine. Right. Like, and you
3: also don't want to make an offense too reliant on a player that might not be there. Exactly.
1: Um. So I have AB at three. I have Gurley at four. Uh, I do kind of agree with Justin in the sense that I think there will be some slight pullback this year, just because of the acquisition of Cooks. I'm I still feel g- like
2: I feel like in general, they're just by law of averages, there has to be a pullback for how much he did last year.
1: He's kind of been when you if you if you're going by like, meme sort of trends. Gurley had a real good year, then a real bad year, then a real good year, and now he has the big contract, and usually that's scary. Um, mm-hmm. I did keep Le'Veon in the top five. Um, so I'm not, you know, whatever. I, I, We talked about Le'Veon. I don't really need to go on about Le'Veon. I have DeAndre at six. Um, OBJ at seven. I have Leonard Fournette at eight.
2: Really? Um,
1: really? Because na- just name me someone that's, they led the league in rushing last year. And Leonard Fournette didn't play in three games. So, if they can get a full... And, well, he didn't play in one game just because he was suspended. It was like a team-affiliated thing. But, I mean, the Jaguars pretty much just go as Leonard Fournette goes. And with the success that they had last year, and they also them adding one of the best guards in the league in Andrew Norwell. And, you know, I mean, their defense is just insane. And I think Leonard Fournette can just... Leonard Fournette had more touchdowns in Heinz Field last year in two games than Le'Veon did in eight. So, like, I just think so long as Fournette can stay on the field, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. Unless he goes, oof, ouch, my bones, yeah, unless he goes, unless, off the field. yeah,
1: he's gonna, he is. That entire offense is pretty much predicated on giving him the ball twenty-five <laughs> times a game. Which, I wonder if he like sits
0: down before he starts before he goes out on the field and he has he has a cup of water. And the other one's a cup of bone hurting juice. And he just flipped Bone hurting juice. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: Oh, and it's just the opposite a... of Icy Hot yeah, And then he, then he just flips a
0: coin If it's heads, it's the water If it's tails, he has to drink the bone hurting juice Then he goes up the field, runs two planes And goes, oof, ouch, my bones And has to leave
1: And then he, he can't tell anybody about it?
0: No, he does, that's, he does that in his own privacy he well, well, It's anybody.
3: because he's an old man and has osteoporosis He does Yeah,
0: He looks, yeah.
1: <laughs> he looks like the
3: oldest person in the league Including Adam Vinatieri yeah, I'm, re- a I'm, I'm
1: a big fan of uh, Leonard Fournette this year uh, Right after him is Melvin Gordon um, after that is, I wrote Big Mike, but I meant Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas is after him. Uh, Julio is after him at eleven, and Kareem Hunt is at twelve.
2: Man, y'all got Kareem Hunt. I do the not 12s. have.
1: I do not have Saquon Barkley. Me either on my list, and I do not have Alvin Kamara on my list. I, I, um, find, I
2: find it. I Alvin knew, Kamara I know you've will get talked about your qualms with him before.
1: Yeah the the fact that what. Alvin Kamara's pace that he is at as far as, like, the amount of times he touches the ball and results in a touchdown is literally unsustainable. It was
3: sustained in college.
1: Okay, because he touched the ball, like, Eight. nine times a game.
3: And he had 8% of his touches were touchdowns in college.
1: I know that. He's not going – it's it's just literally – okay, I'll, I'll I'll say it like this.
3: Alvin Kamara will have
0: more points by the end of the year than Julio Jones.
1: Probably, but the first four weeks of the year Alvin Kamara will not have more points than Julio Jones does. Sure. So, the way I'm looking at it, is, may it have more. is if I'm going to take a chance on a guy who if I'm going to take a first round pick, I want a guy who I know is gonna has a fair shot of putting up his maximum amount of points every single week. I under listen. I'm not knocking Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is amazing. Yeah, he
0: is. He's incredible. But. I'm
1: just saying that. I'll look. I'll put it to you like this: If Mark Ingram hadn't been suspended, Alvin Kamara would be in the top eight. That's literally the only thing that's factoring into this decision. Um, and then Barkley. I just think the only reason why I didn't put Barkley there is because that offense. Odell Beckham Jr. is the biggest mouth in the league <laughs> when it comes to he needs his. So. uh... And the Giants are about to make him probably the most the highest paid receiver in the league, which is oh,
0: foolish. Yeah. Um it, it's amazing. He does need paid more. Man. He does need paid, but is like, the way it's oh, trending. Oh boy. Because like how the, the the list of receivers that make more money than him right now.
1: I understand that. It's
0: depressing. But
1: ooh, I don't know, man. But anyway, that was my top twelve. Um
0: How is Sammy Watkins was, if, making more money than Odell Beckham?
1: If I was gonna go how about this? If I was gonna go 13-14... My 13, 14 are probably Kamara and Barkley.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So. I mean, honestly, drafting Barkley in the first round just depends on how high you are on him.
1: That's it. And we have a Giants fan that oh, he's is gonna get him. picking ninth.
0: He's going to get him. He's going to grab him ninth.
1: it's pretty much like a guarantee. That oh, for sure. He
0: can go right ahead. I just hope everybody lets Zeke fall to me.
1: I mean, probably. I don't know. But anyway, what's the open spot? The op- it's not open anymore. Oh, it's not? Well, the open open spot was, to explain this, uh, I guess we'll we'll explain it next week, but basically there's always the person that wins the league gets the final say as to where they pick after everybody else picks their spot, and the open spot was seven, which meant that our champion, our friend Zach, um, could have either picked the open spot, which was seven, or forced someone else that already had their spot to take the seven spot, and he forced me to go to seven from five. So... There is no open spot. The okay. open spot is... I didn't
3: know that happened.
0: He wanted to He wanted to pick... I mean, we'll, we'll talk about more next year, but he wanted to pick right before me coming back.
1: He, yeah, our uh, the kid he's that won like, our league last year, our good friend Shy grabbing
0: Devonte Adams. ...is also a Packers
1: fan, so he put himself purposely right in front of Justin so he can take Devontae Adams before Justin could.
0: In the second round. Yeah, yeah so... It's exactly what's going to happen.
1: And it's really funny. I'll anyway! See. Our now final thingy-doodle-doodle doodle thingy that we're going to do... Now we do, do. Our predictions. Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna
2: go last
1: of the AFC West. Yeah, you're. Gonna, I. You know that's cool. I'll
2: Wait, go you, first. Well, you know.
1: What? Okay, real quick though. Since what, I, just what I just realized. Okay, so since we haven't done NFC North, we haven't done AFC North, and we haven't done NFC South. When we do them, when we do the AFC North, I go last. When we do the NFC North, you go last. And we do the NFC South. Which you we do the
2: NFC North next week. Yeah, that's fine. I'm down with that
1: just to keep it, you know, the, te- the the person at the table that has a team in the division goes last. Because in a weird way, they might be the most familiar like with the division. So, Joby gonna go first okay, for cool. the AFC All right, West. Okay, Alright, so
0: ready? The Oakland Raiders fucking suck, but they have <laughs> an easier <laughs> schedule, so they're going 5-11. and 11. <laughs> They're going to win against the Browns, the Ravens, they're going to take one game off the Chiefs and make Matt oh, depressed. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Cincinnati okay. and they'll take one at Denver. They're finished the divisional at
3: two and four. I I don't know if you heard that, but Matt just hit you with the Bucko, so he's fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch
0: it, Bucko! <laughs> when
3: someone but drops but the Here's bucko. the Bucko news, Bucko Matt. is the white version N-word. All oh right. Oh my
1: god. It <laughs> pretty much is.
0: Like. But Matt, I have the Kansas City Chiefs going twelve and four. I should probably rescind it, though, because Pat Mahomes looks like shit in training camp.
2: No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you not seen the 80-yard passes he's thrown?
0: Did you see the fucking, like, six picks he threw in three days? Yeah, but this growing
2: pains. So <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you about how in yesterday's quarterback drills, the only quarterback on the team that hit all the targets in the trash can was Travis Kelsey. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: Travis Kelsey?
2: Travis Kelsey did the quarterback throwing drill, and he was the only one to get a perfect on it. What a man. Just play him. Make was, him the quarterback. He was 0 of 1 last year and threw a really bad 60-yard pass or oh, a 40-yard pass against did. the Giants. He
4: did. That
2: play wasn't even supposed to be that. Kelsey was like, well, it wasn't supposed to happen like that, but I saw a guy I thought was open, so I heaved it. I said, Kelsey, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to run the play as called.
1: Isn't that why you love him, though?
2: A little bit. He got, yeah. he, he's he got that it. Yeah. You know what I'm
1: saying? But yeah, anyway. So, so you've got the Chiefs at 12-4.
0: Yeah, their losses are when they're in Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh has their number. When Let's they're see about that. When they're hosting the Jags. Mm. Uh, I think then, that game is
1: actually in London, I believe. No. Oh, no, it's not? No, the, the Rams game is in Mexico. The Rams game is in Mexico, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which there's, is their there, other loss. that one
0: game against Oakland that we already talked about.
1: And then the Rams? Or no. do you, have, you had them, you had the Chiefs beating the Rams. Yes, it did. And yeah. then
0: against then one they, they dropped one game to the Chargers. Okay. Division record four and two. Okay. Then the Broncos are just a little bit better than the Raiders, so they're going six and ten.
1: Mm, that makes me angry. Was that the Chargers? He said the Broncos. Oh, okay. That makes me mad. Yep.
0: Man, they they sure have a they sure have a defense that works. It it works. It's like it's like when you've got that really good car that just it runs. That's the Denver Broncos. But they
2: also have some really big humps.
1: What are they, a camel? <laughs> like
2: <laughs> they, they, really they big just humps. Work, they just work, but they got humps. They just they got, go, but they, they got, got, got the some hum-
0: humpies. They they do a little humpies in their schedule here. Fergie. So
2: Yeah.
0: Though <laughs> they I, mean, I have their, their schedule kinda of weird, but uh they're obviously. I think they're gonna drop. They're gonna drop a game to the Chiefs. They drop. They're. I think they'll lose against the Ravens.
1: Okay, that's fine.
0: Um, they're gonna to lose to the Rams. I think them would be swept by the Chiefs actually, which I, I wouldn't surprise me.
1: Okay.
0: I would be happy about that. They're gonna lose against. They're lose against Chargers Steelers. I think it's granted. Um, I have them losing against Cincy. Okay. In, in Cincinnati though, mm-hmm. so it's like a little. Either losing against San Francisco, against the Raiders and the Chargers, they I, I had to finish with a one and five divisional record. Whew. Whew.
1: So, but they go six and they go six and ten. But
0: they go six and ten, so they do better outside of the division. So what
1: do the Chargers go?
0: Ten and six. All right, with a five and one divisional record. All right, <laughs> they had the best divisional record, but they don't have the best. Record That is the
1: most Chargers thing. <laughs> yeah, right? right. I have when ever. When I filled
0: this out, I was like, "Wow, this is." And their their drop games are against Chiefs, Niners, Browns. Three Chargers of them. Seahawks. It is
1: actually now that I think Steelers,
0: about it.
1: Steelers. Ravens. All right. I'm mad at you. Go, Corey. <laughs> Yay. I <laughs> See, guess. This is gonna be weird.
3: I got the Raiders at four and twelve. I have the Chiefs and the Broncos at eight and eight. Ooh. And I have
2: <laughs>
3: I have the Chargers at thirteen and three.
2: What? Listen here, pal. You just you are self-projecting your love of Goosem Rivers and Keenan Allen. Oh
1: man! <laughs> Corey, what are the here's okay, what did the Chiefs start the year
2: out? Oh and six. <laughs> it's been done before. <laughs> It it wouldn't be the first time I've had to root for the Chiefs at 0 6 to make the playoffs. After the
3: first six weeks, the Chiefs are in dead last of the division. uh, behind the Raiders who won one game against the Dolphins. Oh my god
2: (laughs) (laughs) That hurts my soul. Uh, We might
1: never see you again. Like you might not come out of hiding. (laughs) Well, like, like I
2: said, a few years ago, they started off zero and five, zero and six, and then they won the rest of their games and made the playoffs. They did
1: do that, yes, I remember that. So, like, I, I, would, I would hold,
2: I would hold out hope until they're zero and eight. No. <laughs> 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 zero
1: and seven.
2: We got one last
1: chance. If we win next week, hold on a minute. Who's the eighth game?
2: Hold on. Game.
3: It's a. It's That's- the Broncos.
1: Win. Win. You're you're that's solid. It. You you're can't solid. go 0-8. <laughs> Hope is alive and well in the barbecue capital oh, wait, of the I world. I they
0: play Oakland at home before that, so that's like almost a guaranteed win.
1: No, they play the Bengals. Guarantee win. Oh, yeah, that's it. There Guarantee it win.
3: Uh, all right, so anyway. I have Raiders winning four games, uh, the one against the Dolphins, uh, two back-to-back against the Cardinals and Ravens, and then... Uh, Week fifteen versus the Bengals. Bengals gonna be bad. After the Chiefs start oh and six, I had them winning four straight games, Bengals, Broncos, Browns, and Cardinals. Okay, yeah.
1: That gets really soft, yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh they have their bye week, then they win against the Raiders, uh, lose against the Ravens, and then win the last three against the Chargers, Seahawks and Raiders. Uh, Broncos lose against the Seahawks at the beginning of the year, win three straight Raiders, Ravens, Chiefs, lose two back to back Jets and Rams, uh, beat the Cardinals, lose against the Chiefs, win against the Texans, lose both to the Chargers and Steelers, win back to back the Bengals and the 49ers, and then lose to the Browns, win to the Raiders, and lose to the Chargers. Okay. And the only three games I have the Chargers dropping are uh, Rams, the Titans in London, and the Chiefs. Chiefs once.
1: Chiefs once. All right. I also have the Raiders going 5-11, and 11, but it doesn't happen the way I think a lot of you guys have it because I have them starting at 3-1, and one, which would be tied with the Chargers for the best record in the AFC West at the four-week mark. Because the Raiders won't know they're bad yet.
2: It's Fair enough.
1: Like, they'll go through the first four weeks like, Man, this is pretty good. This is great. Doug Martin, was great. He is awesome. I'm trying to do I'm trying to sound like John Gruden. And then like they just completely just fall apart. Um, I think Derek Carr individually is probably still gonna be okay. Oh, did you see
0: that John Gruden thinks Martavis Bryan isn't very good?
1: That's hilarious. That's really <laughs> funny to me.
0: So he really needs to improve if he wants to make the cut.
1: Um like, he's not going to make the cut. Get out of here, John. Um, so, I think the Raiders, I think individual people on the Raiders, very much like last year, are going to be okay. I think Derek Carr bounces back from that really bad injury he had that he and Marcus Mariota clearly both did not recover from. Like, it would be different if, like, one of them was really good and the other was really bad. But, like, both did not play well coming back from that broken leg. Um, but I think the Raiders go 5-11. and 11. The next two teams, I just want to say, I the show that I do every Monday, I actually just did the AFC West. Like, I was going through my rounds and doing the AFC. Actually, I actually did the AFC West two weeks ago. And this was the thing I said about the AFC West. The next two teams, I'm going to lump together because I already mentioned before, the Chiefs, to me, have the biggest gap between their ceiling and their floor of any team. I'm sure Matt's gonna go more in depth about like their personnel and things like that, but or maybe not. Well, you did when you did your team report. Yeah. I think you really touched on a lot of good things.
2: I did mention this season is like a gamble.
1: Yeah, you, this season is a huge because your defense has a lot of new people on it. Um, the offense, it's pretty much like I mean, in, in training camp, talk about Pat Mahomes can go either way. You just don't know. I mean, you're going from literally the polar opposite of what the way Alex Smith plays quarterback and the way Pat Mahomes plays quarterback is night and day. So we don't know how that's going to correlate with the Chiefs offense and whatever. Their ceiling is like 13 wins. Their floor is like four if things go awful. Because when you have a the what's the, the worst thing you could possibly have as an NFL as a football team is a bad defense and a quarterback who turns the ball over. That is, you will not win football games if you have both of those things. Um, just to be clear, I don't think Pat Mahomes is going to be that bad. Let's just let's just be. So, but the reason I'm lumping up the Chiefs and the Broncos is because I have the Chiefs going 11 and 5 and making the playoffs. At going 4 and 2, I have the Broncos at 8 and 8. I really, really like the Broncos. They had my, they had the best draft, period. Their first three picks of Bradley Chubb, who they didn't think they were going to get, put him with Von Miller, Cortland Sutton, who is my favorite receiver in the draft, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders. There's a video of Emmanuel Sanders talking about like how good he's been in camp, and Royce Freeman, who I think could be Rookie of the Year. Those three picks alone I just think are amazing. Um... But the Broncos are in a really tough division to have them going three and three. But if the Chiefs go far, go like a little. If they underachieve, it will be to the benefit of the Broncos, in like specifically the Broncos, because I have the Chiefs sweeping them. But if the Chiefs end up not being that good of a team, (laughs) it'll go the opposite. It's gonna go the opposite way. And it's going to put the Broncos in the playoffs and not the Chiefs. So, but as it stands right now, I have the Chiefs at 11 and 5. This is my official prediction. I'm just keeping that up there. I have the Chiefs at 11 and 5. I have the Broncos at 8 and 8. Um, the games, that that really tough opening stretch that the Chiefs have, I have them going 3 and 3 in it. Uh, their wins, I actually have them beating the Jaguars. Uh, I have them beating the 49ers and the Patriots. I actually have them going on a rather long winning streak, beating the Chargers, Patriots, Bengals, Broncos, Browns, and Cardinals, and not losing again until they play the Rams in Mexico. Um, I do have them losing their opening game against the Chargers, their game against the Steelers, and their game against the Broncos. It's their first three road games. That's pretty much... And then after that, I mean, the only other game they lose is in frickin' Mexico. Like, I'm pretty sure I have the Chiefs going undefeated at home. Like, just because of the home field advantage at Arrowhead, it's just absolutely insane. Yeah. Um... So the only I think they're all of I think all but maybe one loss. I think the only team the game I have them losing. No, I do have them going undefeated at home. All five of their losses are road games, and uh, that Mexico game is a pseudo road game. Technically, both teams are on the road, Um, and then I have the Chargers going twelve and four in the number one seed in the AFC. Um, they outside of oh, I don't know, the fact that they usually get hurt. They don't have a weakness. Right. Yeah. Like, they don't have a weakness. But they're, they're... already
3: getting hurt.
0: No,
1: I know that. But th- the players that are getting hurt aren't, like, huge. Justin Verrett is kind of a big deal. But, like, Hunter... They've ha-
3: also played without him the past, like, two yeah, the past three years. Yeah, they've played without him
1: a couple times. Who's starting
3: there on tight end now?
1: I don't... But probably Antonio Gates. I don't know. Like, it's probably... they probably, probably going to bring in team? Antonio Gates. No, they've got... got they, he, like, kind of pseudo-retired... And then they cut him,
3: and nobody wants to sign him because he's, like, 40 years old. Yeah.
1: But, like, outside of that, like, their offensive line, they brought in Marquise Pouncey. They get Forrest Lampack. They got Russell Locoon, They got Feeney. They have a great offensive line. They have Melvin Gordon. He's great. They have Phillip Rivers. He's good. They have great receivers if they can stay healthy. They have the best duo pass rushers in the league in Bosa and Ingram. They have the number one corner in the league in Casey Hayward. And they drafted what? What the name? – what is the name of the kid they drafted at safety? Uh – who I really – I picked him to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, for goodness sake, and I can't remember his dang name. damn it. It irritates me. I know they got – I know Trey Boston isn't on the team. But anyway, the kid they drafted at the safety, I think he he could be really, really good. The Chargers just flat out don't have a weakness. The thing that I think upsets or, like, unseats the Chargers and what is their undoing is the fact that they traveled – the farthest of any team in the NFL by a very, very wide margin.
3: Derwin James.
1: Derwin James. That's who it is. I really like Derwin James. Um, is it Derwin James? Yep. I think okay, it was Derwin James. Um, I think he could win Defensive Player of the Year. But anyway, the constant back and forth the Chargers have to do. Um, I think towards the end of the year they'd play a lot of outdoor games in the East, primarily against Pittsburgh, which I have them losing that game. Um, and again. I'm not trying to say the Chargers aren't still the Chargers. At some point, the things are going to start piling up. Some injuries are going to start piling up. I just think they win so many games at the start of the year when they're all healthy that they can just—they kind of can do what the Chiefs the Chie- did yeah. what, last year, where the Chiefs just won so many games at the start of the year in a row that you can have that stretch where you play really crappy for four weeks and it doesn't matter and you still win the division. That's kind of how I feel the Chargers season is going to go. But I have them as the number one overall. I think that they're the only team in the AFC that wins 12 games.
0: The so. funny thing about that division is, like, realistically, depending on how Denver stuff works out, any of those three teams can win the division. Just the not. only one that can is the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders will not do jack shit. No, they are I just want to say, trash. say the thing about, fire. Here's
1: the thing real quick about Denver. I don't think we've done a team report about Denver, but –
0: You could do it man, in two weeks.
1: I could. Here's the thing. Man, I understand that Case Keenum isn't some great quarterback. Case Keenum is in the exact same situation that he was in in Minnesota. It's the exact same team. It's a great defense. It's two great wideouts. It's a running back by, somewhat running back by committee. And it's a division that has, like, one perennial favorite. One team that's, like, really, we'll probably say that the Chiefs were, like, the fake because the Chiefs have won the division the last couple years. So you put the Chiefs up there, it's like, they're the team that has constantly been winning it. That would be the Packers. Then you have another team that's been, like, scrappy and pretty good in the Chargers, which is the Lions. Then you have, like, the bottom feeder of the division, and then they're right there. It's the exact same situation. And Case Keenum took that Minnesota Vikings team to the playoffs in the 13-3 record. He's definitely better than whatever they've had before that.
0: No, no, he's good. So,
1: I just don't like it. The fact that, like... A lot of people are saying like the Broncos are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I'm like, you are wrong. No, no. you good. are so wrong. Like that could be a playoff team if I, things I go to, right.
0: What, six and ten. That's not awful, but man, they have they have some tough games. They have
1: some tough games.
0: They have some really tough
1: games. Denver is also a real tough place to play in itself. So
0: well, yeah, but most almost every single one of their losses I have for them are away games.
1: Yeah. All right, Matt. Here we go.
2: Here we go.
1: We know the Raiders are last. Do they win a game? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do they?
2: Yes, yes, they win a couple games. All right. How
0: many is a couple?
2: 3. All right. Oh. All my right. God. Oh boy. Now, here's the AFC West is going to have some storylines this year. Let me tell you what. The Oakland Raiders are going to win 3 games. They're going to win they're going to win versus the Chargers at the Ravens and at the Bengals. There you go. You get 3 wins Oakland. You did it. Congratulations. You played. Now, remember that yeah, piece of hair in my mouth. It's still there. <laughs>
0: Matt's dying, ladies. No, there
2: was <laughs> just a fucking piece
0: of hair in my mouth.
2: Remember that Chargers win, everybody. Oh no!
3: <laughs> oh no! All right. The diabolical.
2: <laughs> this, this is why the Raiders will in pseudo help me this year <laughs> in ways that they couldn't comprehend. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are we getting ourselves into? I don't know. In third place, we have the Denver Broncos at 8-8. Eight eight. Um, hey, we have the same record. Mm, yeah, that's true. I, I have them, what, losing to the Seahawks, beating the Raiders, losing to the Ravens, beating the Chiefs, losing to the Jets, Rams, beating the Cardinals, losing to the Chiefs, getting swept by them. Uh, beating the Texans, coming out of the bye week, losing to the Chargers, losing to the Steelers, beating the Bengals, losing 49ers, beat the Browns, Raiders, and Chargers to end the season. So they end the season on a three-game win streak eight and 8-8. Eight. Totally respectable. Um, in third place. Second place. Second place. I'm sorry. Thank you.
3: Your third team in second place.
2: <laughs> no, in second place, we have the Chargers. <laughs> um, they're going to go 11-5 and five this year. Um, I have them going three and three in the division. They lose to the Chiefs week one, at home, but then beat the Chiefs at home. In uh, let me see what week that is. Next time they beat the Chiefs is so the Chargers home game. They're gonna lose, but then they're gonna but then win, they the, win the road game. Okay. And the road game is gonna be huge because at that time that gives them sole possession of first place in the division. They're gonna have first place in the division after they beat the chiefs that week and then because their first few games i have them beating or losing to the chiefs beating the bills and rams losing to the 49ers beating the raiders their first time i have them losing to the browns because the browns always play the chargers really hard it's a surprising game when the chargers play the browns i never know Like A lot of the Browns' craziest wins or close to wins have always happened against the Chargers. So I have them losing to the Browns, winning versus the Titans in London in bye week. Out of the bye week, beating the Seahawks. In week 10, they lose to the Raiders. Remember that one. Then they beat the Broncos, beat the Cardinals, beat the Steelers, beat the Bengals, beat the Chiefs, beat the Ravens. So they, they tear them off at the end. And in week 17, they lose to the Broncos. And eleven and five, three and three in the division. And in uh, first place, you have your Kansas City Chiefs at
1: eleven and five.
2: Eleven and five, and four and two. Four and two. You son of a bitch! <laughs>
1: this is like your season of dreams. Like this is exactly what you want. I,
2: I don't know if I exactly want it because the way I have it set up, it is it is heart attack city because they beat the Chargers, lose to the Steelers, beat the 49ers, lose to the Broncos and Jaguars. They start off two and three. Then they then they tear off a few games in a row after they beat the Patriots, Bengals, Broncos, Browns, Cardinals, Rams, they go into the bye week, come out of it, beat the Raiders and Ravens. Now it's at this point, I have them at three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just want to count again. One, two, three. Now, I only have them at three losses up to week 15. Okay. So up to week 15, they only have three losses. Whereas the Chargers at that moment have one, two, three, four losses up to that game. And then in week 15, the Chargers will beat Kansas City. The big, like I said, it's a big game, and Kansas City's going to be at home for it complete control of the division they will lose to the chargers and then it'll set them on a downward spiral in week 16 they will lose to the seahawks while the chargers will beat the ravens and have sole possession <laughs> of the division <laughs> and we go into week 17 where the chiefs complete the sweep of the raiders and the chargers lose to the broncos and they both end at 11-5, and five, and the Chiefs get over them because of the 4-2 and two division record storylines.
0: Man, what fun.
3: The... Can...
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think about <laughs> uh,
3: the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: <laughs> that is... AFC West is going to be good and fun this year. I but... hope so. You
1: know, that... Here's the thing. Man, that happens to the Chargers a lot. <laughs> like, man, that happens to the Chargers a lot. Like, It's, it's, the, most, it's co- the most Chargers
2: thing to happen to the Chargers, and that's why like, I expect it to happen. That's why like, they're going to start off, eh, when they, like I said, they lose to Kansas City that first week, and that's going to be like, oh, okay, because Kansas City's had the Chargers number. I mean, they've had the whole division's number. They won it two years in a row. Yeah. But the one team they've swept in that time has been the Chargers. So like they kind of have the Chargers number. That's why I can see Kansas City. And, I mean, Andy Reed f- has a thousand weeks to prepare for the Chargers the Chiefs play really good week ones a lot of the times.
1: That's because Andy Reid's got the it's the it's the ball that's got to keep rolling. That's why that Andy Reid never loses after a bye week.
2: Exactly. So that's and why That's
1: th- why they lose really hard on short weeks. Oh
2: my gosh, I'm telling you. But that's why that's why I think they like that goes into it and that's why the Chiefs are able to get the win in week 1 in LA. And that's going to just start everything because like I said the Chiefs lose most of their game, they lose three games early. Two games late, and I'm gonna be mfing them all the way into week seventeen, <laughs> and then I'm gonna need to root for Case Keenum and the Broncos to finish the year eight and eight to beat the Chargers.
1: You're you're banking on the Broncos just to play sporty enough to keep the Chargers out of the division,
2: which proud. they will. The Broncos would to- that's something the Broncos would do. Which
1: would and it's funny because that would essentially well, did you do playoff seedings?
2: I'm not entirely finished with it yet but the broncos will be in the running
1: well no what i'm saying is is like okay so the chiefs would get a home playoff game yes i'm assuming you're not going to have a wild card team with more than 11 wins not in the afc
2: well technically the chargers would be
1: yeah they'd be the wild card. they'd be the fifth
2: team right they'd be the fifth team
1: so what i'm wondering is who the chargers play
2: Oh, as the six? Well, no, well, they'd no, be the
1: five. They'd be the five. So that means they played the fourth team. Mm-hmm. So out of the the AFC divisions, we've done. You've done. We've done the the West. Well, no, we did the East.
2: Yeah, we've done the East and the West, and I mean the East has the Patriots at eleven and five. Everyone else is garbage.
1: But you had them at six and zero. Huh? Did you have the Patriots at 6-9 and in the, the division? I
2: have the Patriots at 5-1 because they okay. lose to the Dolphins. But it's
1: still better than 14-2. and two.
2: Yeah, it's still better so, than 4-2. So,
1: le- so as it stands right now, at least the Patriots are higher than the Chiefs. Yes. Wait, no, they wouldn't be because it's, it's heads up first.
2: Oh, yeah, it'd be heads up first, so the Chiefs would be ahead would of the Patriots. It would be heads up
1: first. So you would essentially, I don't know what you have going on in the AFC South or in the North yet, but it's very possible that because of that one game instead of getting a home playoff game the chargers have to fly across the country <laughs> again for like the fourth time in a season to play the patriots in january
2: potentially
1: oh no <laughs>
2: <laughs> poor <laughs> philip rivers man <laughs> would you
3: rather play the patriots or
1: play against the titans
2: i mean in oh god Still mad about that Titans game.
1: No, that's r- wrong team. Would you rather play against the Titans or the Colts?
2: Oh yeah, for the Chargers. Oh <laughs> boy, they better hope the Colts don't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Who oh, knows? Oh
4: no, man, I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, oh man, I hate the Colts too, though. Oh, that's the thing. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. The Kansas City Chiefs. Ugh,
1: the Colts aren't missing the playoffs with Andrew Luck. They could though.
3: All right. They're they're automatically 11 and five no matter how bad the team is. I don't right. know about that. Man. <laughs> nah, I don't know. About
2: right. that, Floors right. eight and eight, but they, they got a good shot. Who knows, man? Moving Anything's along. Possible. Here. We gotta yeah. we gotta close up, right? Well, yeah. We gotta hear we about got... Corey's mocky draft first. Yeah. yeah.
3: I had to restart like three of them this thing because I'd always forget and it would auto pick for me. <laughs> uh, but I picked fourth. I know I said at the beginning that. You got I Zeke. Th- I was going to pick third, but I had a restart, so I just went with fourth. Uh, I got Zeke at fourth, which is, as you know now, my number one pick. Uh, round two, I got A.J. Green. Round three, I got Travis Kelsey. Round four, I got Amari Cooper, which I was pissed about because the guy right before me pissed- picked Derrick Henry. Mm. That was uh, round five, I got Evan Ingram. Uh, six, I got Chris Thompson. I'm really high on that as my mid-round running back pick. Mm. Uh, apparently, I drafted Cooper Cup at seventh. Uh, didn't know I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but it's fine because I drafted Jared Goff later in the mm. thing anyway. So you got to get those double points in somehow.
1: I, 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 double points is always the play. Always, always the play.
3: Uh, got Duke Johnson in round eight. Uh, Robbie Anderson at 9. CJ Anderson at round 10. Uh, Julian Edelman at 11. And that's like that's a big steal for me because I, he's not going to be there the, four, the first four weeks. But right now, if you look at draft Twitter, everybody's fucking freaking out about the Patriots' wide receiver depth chart. It's bad. It's really bad. But that means Julian Edelman's going to be great once week five comes around.
1: He'll probably he'll probably catch over eighty balls yeah. without playing in the first four weeks, right. which is insane.
3: Uh, I got Cameron Meredith at twelve. Um, he, he, right now, uh Ted Ginn still Ted uh, Ginn
1: with his with his singular route tree.
3: Right, is still edging him out because of his how good he is at that one route. <laughs> 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 um Then I got Jared Goff in round 13 as my quarterback, Brandon McManus as my kicker, and the Saints defense as my defense. And, like, I know it's like, oh, Corey picked the Saints defense. You should have saw the defense that I had to pick from. It was
1: terrible. Yeah, I bet. Saints defense not terrible. Right. You get to play Tampa twice, which is, like, guaranteed double-digit.
3: Plus not Jameis Tampa, which is
1: even better. Yeah, you get to play not Jameis Tampa, you get cleveland you get baltimore you get cincinnati like some good games there
2: right all right he says well let's try this justin matt next week oh we need this right we need to talk about teams what teams Mm -hmm. well i would you like to know who's left Yeah, go for it you can tell me who's left all
1: right well depending upon how many episodes we've done we'd know well, we, I don't think we've done this every episode. I think we started doing this. We
2: started in, like, episode three or something. Yeah.
0: You can do mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins. Okay. The New York Jets. Ugh. The Buffalo Bills. Corey mm-hmm. did the Bills. Oh, no, you no, okay. The Bills. Okay, 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 I missed that one. Trash boat. The All Baltimore right. Ravens.
2: Okay.
0: I'm gonna do the Indianapolis
2: Colts. Alrighty, I will do... The Tennessee Titans. Great. See you next week. Wait. Oh shit, Justin. We. I, so I was. We got a check. Where are people listening to us right now? All right. Listen. <laughs>
1: you've been doing it for the last two hours.
0: I, I. You've been on this, Jonah. I know there's a Jonah out there. You. <laughs> you're running on the treadmill at the gym. Stop running right now. Fall off the treadmill. It's okay. You're laying down at the ground looking up at the ceiling, but you're still on your cellular device. Probably provided by either Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, or one of the other major cell phone carriers. Maybe Sprint if you're sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: oh, oh my God. That's not a sponsor we're ever going to (laughs) get.
0: Open up your phone. If you look down, you are either listening to us on the podcast app or the Google Podcast app. Or if you're on your web browser, listen to us at podcast.com. What did you do, dude? Did you bring your computer with you to the gym? What's wrong with you?
2: That's a good question. Well, if if they aren't listening to us because we're not saying anything at that moment in time... Where can they find us when we do want to say something at that moment in time?
0: You need to go back to the home screen on your phone. And now, don't, like, don't let anybody else look at the furry porn wallpaper that's on there. Nobody oh, wants to see God. that. Then you scroll over onto your Twitter It's, it's not my fault. Sonic Fox 1. got to be excited Fighters. for him. I'm very excited for him. Kiper, I'm going to grill you for, about esports later. We'll do that some other time. Anyway. You're going to go over and go into your Twitter app, right? You're going to open that thing up, and you're going to hit that search button and you say type... You you're going to grill me about esports? Shut up. We're going to type in F-A-D-P-O-D. Did into you the search say bar. F-A-D-P-O-D? I think I did. Did I do it? Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said that. Okay, thank you. I'm intoxicated. Anyway... <laughs> then, we should pop up right there in full black dark and see the nice little moon logo that ad- ad- made by Adam Kristoff. Go email him. It's in our description if you want some art done. He's really good. Anyway, then, y- then you got the Facebook too because Mark Zuckerberg controls your life. So go ahead and open the Facebook app. <laughs> Type F-A-D-P-O-D at the search bar again, you twit. Go ahead and open it. Twit! <laughs> wait, wait,
2: wait. The person using Facebook is a twit? And not the person using Twitter? Yes. Okay. Don't question my <laughs> life. The person, the
1: person using uh, Twitter is a f- is, a, uh, is a fact. Is a fact? The first fact. three letters in Facebook. Oh, okay. I'm okay, okay with
0: that. All right. That's fine. And then you go ahead and you just follow there. You'll see when we post updates. Maybe we'll ask questions. We got questions we were supposed to read on the show today, but we forgot. What oh, you I know, I know, I know the one.
3: Them? I know the one. Wait. Oh, hold on. Wait. Wait we actually t- got questions?
0: Yeah. Yeah, let me finish. We have three oh. questions we can answer, but let me finish, please. Anyway <laughs> I am
2: Name of the episode Let me finish please
0: No we have the name Of the episode Matt
2: What is it I didn't hear you say it
0: earlier Hold right, on I have it written down On my phone I'm dead serious I wrote it down <laughs> You
2: didn't tell us You just wrote no, it down I, No, 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 no. Said he it. I said You told me
0: it Hold, on. Hold on you, you be patient sir
1: I It was something One of us said It's Jubba Kip Shrimp That was it. It was, oh, Yeah, oh, yeah Jubba Kip Shrimp Jubba Kip Shrimp I'm okay with that Anyway
0: Now When you're done with that In about A week or two when you're done with all that, you're going to go on YouTube and you're going to see us there. And then you're subs- you're subscribed. There's no video yet. It's just going to be our logo plastered on it. But maybe if you gave me some some money.
1: <laughs> Specifically Justin. The
0: one person that listens to me angriest. You're not at the gym listening to this.
2: <laughs> oh, shout out to Anger. He kind of helped me with some of that Texans rebuttal stuff. Because I mentioned that Kuiper was going to dunk on the Texans. And and angry's like, well, my name's also Kuiper, but spelled differently, and I want a rebuttal against that as a Kuiper versus Kuiper half battle. I should have said that earlier. Oh, you
0: should have said that earlier. Also, don't His try to name weasel. Your, Kuiper. Stop trying to it weasel is. your way into my goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
2: I'm kidding. Listens, I love you. He listens to this at work. I can't wait for him to like hear this moment.
0: <laughs> well, I, I love them. I love them anyway. I'm, I'm glad you listen. Anyway, so fucking we have the questions weasel. we have to answer.
3: <laughs> yeah, what are the questions? Now that I'm
0: done right. telling you guys what to do,
3: let's, All let's right. answer some questions. The one question from a real life ghoul <laughs> asked us why we call it soccer in America what everybody else in the world call it football. All right. So the reason why <laughs> is because the fucking Brits <laughs> Back in the turn of the 18th century, they started developing this game from ancient whatever. Uh, it, it became uh, football, as they call it, soccer. But it had two different ga- names to it. I was they re- they recently developed the National Association for Soccer, and they call it or National Association of Football mm-hmm. Association or the Association Soccer for short. And then they had another game that came off of it, uh, rugby or rugger. Mm. And so when they started, when we started being friends with the Brits again, uh, they came over and were like, hey, look at this game we have. Uh, we call it soccer. It's 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 a slang. And so we're like, okay, cool. This is soccer. And then they went to the rest of the world and like, hey, let's not call it soccer anymore. <laughs>
2: I didn't expect to learn something like that. Uh, But, yeah,
3: that – it was – the rest of the world actually used the word soccer as a slang term up until about the 70s or 80s uh, when America just started doing its own thing and, you know, the baby boomers and all that. Uh, And they're like, we don't want to change. We already got football. Do
1: you want to know why it's called soccer? That's that's the fake reason. You know the real reason? (laughs) Yeah. Because – in soccer, they wear they wear uh, real tall socks,
3: <laughs> and they don't.
1: In, in, That's in it. Football.
0: All right, next question. Nope. Shut up, Kuiper. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we got a question from Gagglebutts. Says, why don't football men stand up?
1: We are not going to talk about that. Let me
0: tell you why football men. Uh, no. Stand
1: up. <laughs> Not today. It's because
0: football men don't want to stand up, and you can't tell them what to do.
1: Yay! Yay! Anyway, we got one. We didn't one cut more. our audience in half. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, oh, we didn't cut angriest in half. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm sure our one fan. I'm sure he's okay.
1: Anyway, I got to... <laughs> we have one more.
0: We got From, one uh, more. A Let particular
1: me. Twitter page we, that. Uh, we
0: gotta. We gotta. We got a question from 100% true comic book facts.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I looked at your. Sir, I looked at your page and I disagree. <laughs> anyway.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he said, Any thoughts on former superhero football player the NFL Super Pro's controversial statements on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going for a tongue twister. Any thoughts on the former superhero football player, the NFL super pro's controversial statements on CTE? <laughs> Apparently, he claims super villains are quote pussies in today's world because they can't take hits to the head like a real American. You trying to
2: say we try we should protect villains? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that question. So,
0: <laughs> why didn't I see, why
3: didn't I see that question anywhere? Did
0: you look at the actual hashtag? It's on. It's the first thing that pops oh, up. Oh
3: shit! Really?
0: Yeah, there, there it is. <laughs>
2: they use the
3: hashtag.
1: Oh my god! Well, they use the hashtag.
0: Oh. Anyway, so
1: goodbye, everybody.
0: I'm I'm done. With all of you. No, I'm kidding. I love you all very much.
1: I don't.